Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, it's been a good few months, which means it's time for another GTA 6 thing. Now, this one actually comes from someone who's a bit more re- reputable in the industry. Um, one, one only, one only? One Tom one only. Henderson. Um, dude who's responsible for a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of Battlefield leaks. Um, he, you know, got out there ahead of Battlefield 2042 and said that was coming. Got out there ahead of Call of Duty World War II, said that Sledgehammer were going to be the developers on this year's Call of Duty. Dude has a lot of history of getting things right when it comes to leakers, so whoever he's been talking to seems like they know some stuff. Um, um, and the recent update from him is something completely different. He dove into a bunch of GTA 6 stuff. Um, so um, let's just break these down. I've sort of um, crunched this stuff down to four main points. Um, the first one being um, that the game's map is actually going to be set. It's a modern setting um, with mm. an evolving map. Now, there are comparisons to Fortnite made here. Um, the idea being that the map itself will change over time. A whole bunch of DLCs, a whole bunch of add-ons will change it because Rockstar are very much factoring in the popularity of GTA Online. They want to make sure they have as much um, freedom as possible in regards to adding all sorts of different things to it over time. So um, it's not going to be set in the 80s. There's Vice City stuff is mentioned in here too. Um, That Vice City will come to the game at some point in the future. So I wonder if... Um, the overall map is actually just going to be their take on Miami, like a widest chunk of Miami, because we've had that whole other yeah. leak of you know different portions in between cities being in there, um, more countryside stuff, and maybe they'll just add Vice City itself over time. What do you think of, of this madness? Funnily enough, Scott Telford, you know, we've talked a lot about GTA 6 on this channel, and specifically Vice City, and I feel mm. like my um, opinions on what I want this game to be has evolved the further away we get from GTA 5. <laughs> like, initially, I was all here for an 80s-inspired return to Vice City but that said I've mm-hmm. kind of already had that you know Vice City the PlayStation 2 game is my favorite of that era so if they're going to go back to Vice City I don't just want them to retread what they previously done so to adapt that and to see how it has been updated in the you know three decades or whatever it is since that game um, was was set you know like that sounds cool like I think mm-hmm. we've talked about it before like the idea of updating it seeing what's changed seeing what's being built seeing how Rockstar might expand upon it and then you know like you said make it this evolving thing that you can plug things into later like I, I, I am here for that because you know for as much as I love these maps and for as much as Rockstar returns to these maps mm-hmm. I do like it when they do it through a different perspective or through a different lens you know we, we, we saw San Andreas that was set in the 90s and we got GTA 5 which was you know that blown out on, yeah. to a much bigger level in in the modern day so i'm here for that with vice city like that's something that makes sense it's not surprising <laughs> and has turned up in a few other leagues but is something that i think feels like a natural progression yeah the, the whole idea of like doing the modern day setting and like play like doing a modern day take on on vice city ostensibly or a modern day take on their version of miami that stuff sounds cool the evolving map thing and the fortnite comparisons i think are going to make people run for the hills because for the longest yeah. time it was what's that divide between main mainline gta before gta online became a thing which only came in in gta 4 and was obviously maximized in gta 5 um but you know it's that whole 
thing of how much of the developers then focusing on the online aspects. There are uh, there's a whole wing of the GTA fandom, including me, that doesn't give a hoot about GTA Online. That's only going to play the single player stuff. And so I I'm not fearing for it. Yeah, I'm not running for those hills. But I am curious about what their split is and whether they're designing a map that you know maybe they plug in. You know they, they add some uh, you know new um, city based content to it or whatever for the online mode. And you also have a single player story alongside that. Try and do it both simultaneously. That might be a way to tick both yeah. boxes at the same time. Oh, dude, undeniably online is going to be a huge component of this. Bit, this it? game is getting built around that. There's just no way that's not going to happen. You know, I don't necessarily want that. I still <laughs> think they will focus heavily on single player because, like you say, that's a reason why it makes so much money, like, in the first few weeks. But mm. online is why it makes so much money, like, seven years after it came out. You know, like, that's what gives it the legs. That's what gives it the longevity. And this idea of an evolving world, you know, if you look at something like Fortnite, you don't want that to be brought over directly to GTA and how it dominated GTA Online. That said, Rockstar have been focusing on evolving worlds over their past few releases. You know, Mm. you look at Red Dead Redemption 2, you wouldn't class that as an evolving world. But as you move through time in that game, you can see the world evolve around you. You There are some Mm. buildings that are under construction and then they're fully formed when you get to, like, the epilogue, for instance. So if they treat it similar to that, but on a bigger scale, I think that would be really cool to just showcase the passage of time, keep Mm. the online suite interesting with new add-ons. You know, like, when they opened the casino finally in GTA um, 5 online, if they can do more stuff like that, have it feel natural and you know have it feel distinctly rockstar i don't think it's an issue in fact i think it would be quite good it is only when they take the if, if they did take the direct fortnite approach of oh hey there's, there's been a nuclear bomb the, the, the entire place has changed <laughs> we're going back in time there's zombies that stuff is when it starts getting dumped it's cold it, it's tommy cj they're all, they're all coming through the wormholes just, <laughs> there's been a wormhole been just a wormhole. watch out for it um, yeah so the i next do big... to do that but yeah sorry god no, no, the, uh, the next big point is um, that it's actually, yeah, in very early stages of development and the release date is pegged for 2024 to 2025. Um, now, the reason for this, uh, actually, I'll get, on to, I'll get on to some other stuff because there's some platform stuff as well. Um, but I will throw in another point alongside this, um, which is that they are going to do multiple protagonists again, like in GTA V, with one of them being female. Um, and the female character will be responsible for technology and hacking. Um, mm-hmm. And so they'll be sort of the brains of the operation. But the, um, Henderson doesn't mention whether that's a gameplay ability because I kind of... Kind of half forgot that GTA 5, you know, the main characters have abilities. Like, Michael has the slow motion yeah. aiming, Trevor has the rage mode, um, and Franklin has the driving stuff where you can turn tighter, like Need for Speed style. And I kind of wonder if they'll bring that in. But, yeah, they, um, they're they going to bring back the whole idea of multiple protagonists across the story, and they're going to do the, the GTA female protagonist. Let's freak out. Sound the klaxon. It's been a long time, a long time coming. Totally. I mean, I know a lot of people aren't a huge fan of the multiple protagonist kind of really? approach that GTA V took. Yeah, I love it too. Like, I thought it was really cool. I thought it shook things up. I thought you got a bunch of different um, personalities in there. I think as long as the personalities and characters are well written, which in my opinion they were in GTA V, they were at least very interesting and I enjoyed spending time with them. Like, mm-hmm. that's cool. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, like you say, having a female protagonist in there, that does seem long overdue. I think that will add an interesting dynamic. And hopefully, as long as all of these characters and and the, the mechanical approach to how you can switch bit between them is similarly ingrained in the structure of the game, like it was in GTA V, where you controlled mm-hmm. different people for you know different missions, different periods of times, um, and stuff like that. I think if you can expand upon that, you can get this. Um, you can cast a wide net, essentially. You can essentially, yeah. by having multiple different uh, protagonists and characters and anti-heroes, appeal to every single GTA player, like they tried <laughs> with GTA V. And yeah, ultimately, I feel like 
as much as I like the single protagonist in Grand Theft Auto, um, five kind of opened my eyes a little bit to this new world in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. And just for me, it's like you can do really cool things with it. Like I, I love the idea of someone being like a, an undercover cop or like a Fast and the yeah. Furious Point Break style where someone is maybe trying to help the mob or trying to help the gangsters out whilst they're being a um, office, police officer as well. And you can jump between them maybe during a car chase, things like that. I wish they would flesh more of like the opportunities out. Like there was that one mission in GTA 5 where you were um, going into the skyscraper and you you were switching between people as you were all infiltrating at the same time and I want them to yeah. do way more stuff like that. Um, what do you think of them waiting, it'll be over a decade uh, if, if the 2024-2025 release date is true, what do you think mm-hmm. of that? That's that's what I expect at this point, Scott yeah. Tilford. You know, when there were rumours <laughs> that it might come out in 2020, it might be announced in 2019. Like, I used to get quite, perhaps naively excited for that and buy into them, where at this mm. point, it's just the reality is that's not going to come for at least a good few years now. And they don't need it. I think Tom Henderson even says in his video, like, GTA Online still makes so much money. Oh, Grand Theft Auto V as a game still sells really well. They don't need this yet. Outsells brand new games every It does, day. literally, literally does. Always cracks back into the top 10 somehow and lest we forget Scott we've got that bloody GTA 5 remaster coming to next gen consoles at the end of this year so that's going to expend its lifespan even uh, more so yeah I don't expect this thing for a long time and then you look at Rockstar's history you know Mm. they had all of the teams working on Red Dead Redemption 2 which shipped in 2018 they were originally working on Bully 2 but that was cancelled so they could focus on Red Dead and then Grand Theft Auto so yeah they don't don't need it Um, and I hope when it comes out it will be um, big and expansive and hopefully worth the wait and I think um, you know I just I, I hope they don't tease it I hope we don't get to 2024 mm. and then they're like yep it's he's a trailer it's coming out in three <laughs> years like don't 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 no, don't, don't, me... don't please like I wonder that because Dan Hauser left like that was for me that's the, the there's like there's two things like one is I, just, I said to you before we started recording I don't buy that the entirety of Rockstar have only been working on GTA online content like since yeah. 2013 like I mean it's just like I know we got Red Dead Redemption 2 and that would have been an all hands on deck kind of thing at some point or you know over time but it's just you've got so many people you're Rockstar you're humongous and like the fact that they're only in early development now makes me think um, of the other thing which is that I wonder how much Dan Hauser's departure shook things up because he He'd be the guy that would be fighting for narrative investment, character drive, all the, the single player stuff, and just the, my head cannon for Rockstar and some of the stuff that I've read over the years. Whatever, Sam Hauser would be the guy going, We need to go down the multiplayer route and monetize everything and do that sort of thing. So I'm curious what the hell GTA 6 was. And I'm curious, yeah. like, I, for me, I think GTA 6 right now, because it says early in development, is a different thing than what it was over the last few years. I just think that they're now going to just steer full bore into GTA Online um, because the lead creative designer. Who I should have just said before, Dan Hauser is the dude who helped write pretty much every Rockstar game that you care about, just yeah. including all the GTAs, including Red Dead, everything else. So what do you think of, I guess, that split between the houses and like the Rockstar's company direction going forward? Yeah, you know, I mean, that's like a question that keeps popping up and it's mm. one that I almost don't want to get too doom and gloomy about because <laughs> while obviously Dan Hauser was a season, huge part... Mate. It is the season. Well, Dan Hauser obviously was like the, you know, spearheading the the writing of it, the some of the creative direction, the story structure and characters and stuff like that. He still had a team. He still had a team yeah. of the writers. And, you know, I hope that even though his influence isn't, it, it, without his, his influence, they will still understand the importance of single player. They will still understand the importance of, you know, interesting characters, the, the tone of Grand Theft Auto, and the fact that people do come here, not just for the gameplay and the anarchy, but for the world, the detail, the, the story, 
stories that are in there that we still talk about to this day. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can completely lose that. I'm sure online is going to get 100% more focused than it did last time round. But I feel like you know if they do, if they have a lackluster single player component, that will hurt them out mm. of the gate. Yeah, I mean, I still love like I love the older GTA's more when it was even more wacky kind of thing. I like like you mentioned Vice City, like Vice City San Andreas, like the top the two top tier ones for me. And um, so I kind of hope they can tap back into that Dan Hauser style of writing. Like you said, he always did have a, a writing team. It was always two or three different people. Um, and even but even Leslie Benzies was still there back then, and he's since yeah. left Rockstar. There was a whole thing. And um, the final point though is uh, platforms. It is on PS5 and Series X and PC only. Um, apparently the uh, this also ties into the release date because apparently Rockstar want to wait until there's a time where the majority of people have the next gen systems they want to design something for those systems and make sure that people can actually get access to it and um, they're also um, prioritizing employee well-being after the red dead redemption 2 crunch stuff and they want to make sure that everybody is being taken care of going forward when they put the game together um, and yeah it just seems like they are they're kind of just taking their time like we mentioned the popularity of gta 5 before um, but yeah henderson does mention that you know hundreds of thousands of people play this game every day and its sales numbers it literally outsells brand new games every single day so it's yeah it's kind of ridiculous they've uh, I've, like you know take two strauss zelnick has talked about how it's this runaway behemoth that they didn't fully predict like they knew it would be popular but it's popular almost he has there's, these on his words but it is almost popular to a fault he has commented on the fact yeah. that it's such an insane runaway thing that like how do you do you phase it out do you try and transfer over to something else what do you even do with it or do you just continually plug things in for the yeah. rest of time I mean, I remember like when, when, I, when I first started this job <laughs> and we were talking about GTA Online and GTA yeah. 6 there, I remember he had a quote actually where he was talking about, oh, you know, at some point we're going to need to wind it down. We're going to need uh, to give people time to miss Grand Theft Auto before we release the next one. And then about two years later, he was like, no, we don't need to do that. People love this game. <laughs> we're making so much money. We're going to keep it on forever until 6 comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I feel like, you know, the other stuff you said in terms of the machines that it's coming out on, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I think it makes sense that uh, you know, of course, it's going to be next gen only by the time 2023, 2024 rolls around. It'll future-proof them to no doubt make a version of it for the next next gen that comes around in 2030 or whatever. Mm. And you know, the 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 tidbit there about the well-being of the staff. I really hope that's right. I really hope that's Same. true. Because, you know, obviously there was the huge thing around Red Dead Redemption, but even before then, you know, Rockstar's approach to 100-hour work weeks, or even if it's not that, you know, mm. pushing their staff to, to crunch and, you know, really give everything to these games, whether it's Red Dead, whether it's GDA, whether it's Max Payne, whether it's whatever, you know, that's well reported and well documented by then. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that after all of those reports have come out, they have changed a few things around. And, you know, at this point, I'm more than happy to wait a few extra years as long as the devs have a good time making it and can actually appreciate the product when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole side of it where it's like the amount of money that GTA Online makes. Like, there is no rush. There is literally no rush whatsoever. There's obviously the whole fan side. There's obviously the reality of there being more than a decade before the next installment comes. I just wish they would do... Just do other stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be this massive multi-year-long thing where we get these huge releases that just feel really opulent and dripping in production quality. Just do little small things. Where, where's the rock star that just put their money into the Warriors? Like, where, where's that? <laughs> just go find something um, and do little side uh, side projects and stuff. Like, they have enough staff um, to be throwing them all at GTA Online, but that's a whole other sort of separate conversation. But yes, let us know yeah. what you think down in the comments below of everything that we've covered so far. What do you want to see from GTA 6? Are you terrified of GTA Online's influence on the main product going forward? And just, what do you want? What do you think? Tell me what you think. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Joshua WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.